Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process. We got a special edition for you today based on some of the things that transpired in the marketplace this week. Federal Reserve had a meeting. Inflation numbers came out. Unemployment numbers came out. So we're going to get into that for you in detail. Now, a couple of things I would mention right out of the gate is the Consumer Price Index, which is a really good measure of inflation. That came out this week, and it had rose by 0.1 of 1%, which is a really modest increase, and that's a good sign. When you look at the core inflation ratio, and that's a ratio when you pull out uh, volatile food costs and when you also pull out the cost of fuel, that went up 0.2 of 1%, which is another big win from an overall economy standpoint. When you look at wages, that's the increase in money that people are making month over month. Wages went up by 0.5 of 1%, which is a modest increase, but still moving in the right direction. You know, I looked at some of the unemployment numbers, and it looks like as a country that we created about, let's call it 250,000 new jobs. It's a little higher than that. So unemployment still remains low at 3.7%. But what's really interesting about it is what jobs are being filled right now. You know, as you would expect this time of year, a lot of service jobs are being filled. And these are service jobs that have really remained vacant since COVID. So you're looking at hiring going on in the service industry. But when you look at the technical fields, you're looking at cuts in employment. Good example of that is Facebook and their meta division. They announced that they're cutting 11,000 jobs. When you look at Twitter, I think we've all heard Elon Musk is planning on cutting a considerable amount of people at Twitter. Some expectations are half of the sales force. So you are seeing some retraction in technology. You're also seeing some retraction in the mortgage industry. So a lot of mortgage companies have announced recent layoffs that are also starting to hit the market. Banks are starting to have some layoffs as well, but those are being filled by some of these service jobs. So from a numbers standpoint, you're seeing that unemployment really hasn't changed that significantly. It's still at 3.7%. Now, let's talk about the inflation numbers as a whole. So what's really important here, guys, is with these inflation numbers coming down, it really helps low to moderate income families. Right. Because a lot of people aren't affected by a couple dollars more for goods or for gas in the same way as other people in our country. So when you start to see inflation starting to come down, it really is a positive for the country as a whole. Now, we don't always feel that way if the stock market's not moving in the right direction or the cost for interest rates is moving in an upward direction. But big picture, it's really good for our overall economy. You know, something else I wanted to talk about was the cost of vehicles. So as you know, if you're trying to buy a used car a couple of years ago, the costs were as high as 40% higher than they were the year prior. And we're seeing a lot of cooling off in the used uh, car market as well. And in part, new cars are starting to come to the market because those microprocessors are becoming more available as COVID's really dissipated over the course of time. So now I want to get into a little bit about the Federal Reserve meeting. And this is really like the exciting stuff. All right. So what did the Federal Reserve do this week? So the Federal Reserve increased their overnight lending rate by one half of 1%, which was really the expectation in Wall Street and the economy as a whole as to exactly what they were going to do. Everyone knew it was going to go up one half of 1%. So that brings the target rate for the Fed overnight lending rate, and that's the rate at which banks lend to each other, it puts it at about 4.5%. All right, well, 4.5%, 4.25 to 4.5%. 
Okay. Well, to put that into perspective, at the beginning of the year, that number was closer to zero. So we've literally seen a 4% increase in that federal overnight lending rate over the course of 2023. So what did that impact? So it didn't impact mortgage lending rates. Those are more tied to the bond market and didn't get impacted that much, at least not this week. But what that does directly impact is it's going to impact home equity lines. It's going to impact credit cards. It does impact the prime rate of interest. And the best advice that I could give to everybody is if you have credit cards, pay them off. Don't use them during the holiday season because those rates on the credit cards are going to go up pretty significantly. When you look at the prime rate is now at about 7%. It's kind of an unofficial number, but that prime rate is the rate that banks lend to their best customers. And again, that number is 7% compared to 3% at the beginning of the year. So that's a pretty big impact. To reiterate about going into the holiday season, again, you really got to be cautious with what you're spending on credit. You know, consumers are starting to dip into their savings accounts, and it's money they saved during the pandemic. And that's starting to get slowly depleted in the economy, and you just really want to avoid the credit. Now, on the positive note with that, if you're looking at returns on checking, savings, and CDs, those returns should statistically be higher for you as a consumer than they have been over the course of the past several years. They've really been close to 0%. Now, the other thing that we're going to keep in mind is what's that terminal rate of interest that the Federal Reserve is going to increase the rate to? And that terminal rate of interest is really that interest rate where you start to hit the point of diminishing returns on everything. And the Fed's very well aware of that. Some expectations that have been updated, if you went go back to September of this year, the expectation was that number was going to be somewhere around 4.75%. Well, we're starting to see that number start to change. And now they're looking at closer to 5.25%. From a, from a terminal rate standpoint. So just something to keep an eye on in the economy. Okay, let's get into some questions that I get asked on a regular basis. So the first one is, how high will the Fed interest rate go? And, you know, as I had indicated with the terminal rate of interest, that's really how high they will go. And the projections are between 5% and 5.25% right now. And again, that's not going to directly impact things like mortgage interest rates, maybe a slightly indirect impact on it, but it is going to impact the consumer costs for credit cards and for car payments and everything like that. Another question that I get pretty frequently is, will inflation go down by 2023? Well, we don't know exactly whether or not it's going to get to the Federal Reserve's 2% target rate, but the trending is that it will continue to go down. You know, one of the things that the Federal Reserve made very clear in their last meeting is that the interest rate increases are not over, and they will continue to increase the interest rates in 2023. Now, what's going to be interesting to see is at what clip do they increase those interest rates? So are they going to increase them a quarter of a percent in their next meeting, a half a percent in their next meeting? We're really not sure yet, but they're going to continue to go down that path of increasing the interest rates. And I bring that to your attention because that's all ties into inflation and where inflation's going to go. You know, as a reminder, and I know we've spoken about it before, the reason the Fed increases interest rates in a high inflation environment is to limit the excess accessibility to money, which limits the demand for goods and services, which gets the pricing under control. 
from a positive standpoint, we have seen that inflation go from 9.4% to 7.7%, down to 7.1%, which is where we're at right now. So things are certainly moving in the right direction. I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but I do get questioned all the time as to the, what the job market's going to do and where I see things going. Kind of like I said before, you're seeing a demand in the service industry right now, which is typical of the holiday season. But some of the big companies are announcing some layoffs, some of which could be pretty significant to the American people. Another question that I get all the time is, are we headed for a recession? Now, I'm not the chief economist of the United States, but I will say that the Federal Reserve's made it pretty clear that they're pushing, pushing us towards a recessionary trend. And again, that's in an effort to get inflation under control. What you'll see in a recession is you'll see unemployment start to rise. So the Fed's projecting in 2023 that you should likely see unemployment go from 3.7% to 4.6%. And in the Fed's estimation, that's a good thing for the economy to kind of slow everything down, again, curtailing the inflation. When will the Fed meet again? So the Fed starts to meet again. They're on break for the holiday season. They have a meeting in January, and then they're going to go through their structured meetings in 2023. Another question I get almost every day is where are interest rates going to go down? I mean, that's, that's anybody's guess as to what long-term interest rates are going to do. Uh, as I've mentioned before, I mean, the days of us being at 3% are probably way in our rearview mirror. I mean, we're going to probably see a stabilization in interest rates for the foreseeable future. And as we slowly slip into a recession at the end of 2023, you know, probably around that third quarter, maybe you start to see some easing in the interest rate environment to drop mortgage costs or mortgage interest rates a little bit. You know what? We'll see what happens from an interest rate standpoint. We'll keep you abreast of everything that's going on in the industry. All right. Another question that I get asked is, what's the 10-year treasury? 10-year treasury is probably your best indicator as to what long-term interest rates are doing. When you look at interest rates and how, they're, how they fluctuate up and down on a daily basis. If you just look up online where the 10-year treasury is on any given day, that's going to give you a good indication as to what long-term interest rates are doing. 10-year treasury goes down, interest rates are generally going to go down. 10-year treasury goes up, interest rates are generally going to go up. So with all of that, I just wanted to give you a kind of a big picture update as to what's going on in the market. You know, at the end of the day, it's completely unpredictable. Things could reverse course at any point in time. But we'll keep you posted as we see different developments. And always remember, right, we live in America. So you're going to see some fluctuations in the market. But big picture, things are always going to work out. And we're always going to prosper in any type of environment that you're in. So anyway, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast today. And look, we look forward to catching up with you soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.